This is Neon Radio, episode 168, Copywriting Your Images, with your host, Nick Onken. Welcome to Neon Radio. I'm your host, Nick Onken, fashion and lifestyle photographer for today's top brands, performers, and game changers. On this podcast, we explore the body, mind, and soul of the creative entrepreneur, bringing you inspiring guests to help take your creativity, business, and life to the next level. All right. What's up, guys? We are in for another episode of Neon Radio. And today, we're going to go into a little bit of business side of photography art. Primarily photography, since I'm a photographer, and this more applies to uh, our medium of work. But I just registered some images on it for the copyright, and that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about. I posted it last uh, a week ago, and somebody said, hey, that would be a great podcast episode. So here it is. Registering your images is something I haven't done in years, and I haven't really thought about it, but just a, a little backstory is probably last year, I want to say, I got a, a cease and desist letter from a, a law firm from another photographer for a blog post that I had posted like six, seven years ago on my personal blog, and then it, that database got transferred to the Neon Life blog. Didn't even remember that it was up there, and they were demanding fees for the usage of the images, and made me think because, as far as I had known, it was when you when you post on a blog or edit, you know a blog is considered editorial, and it's kind of fair game. It doesn't really matter. But this letter made me look into it a little bit more, and uh, as I researched it, talked to. Uh, another lawyer, talked to some other people about it, and got the info. And in fact, it is actually copyright domain. So you can't actually use images uh, as a blog post. So know this. So if you find people using your images on a blog, they either have to have permission, and especially if they're selling things with on that site that the blog is on, then they really have to have permission for it, you know, it's up to you whether you decide to per, like go after it, whatever. However, after looking into this, I you know I paid paid the photographer the fee and and you know, as in good faith and and because I know that's how, that's what I would want for my own damages or whatever if people infringe on my copyrights. Which come to find out, this happens all the time. So. Definitely something to keep track of and, and understand. And when you register your copy, your images for copyright, you have a lot more grounds if it comes to a lawsuit or anything like that, which you can definitely pursue if the usage is big enough. So that said, that caused me to look into like how to do this and how to go about it. And turns out there's a number of, of companies, like the company that sent me a, a letter, I can't remember the name of it, but when you, they, you can upload your images uh, to their database and they have software that will go out and scour the web and find Ill- illegal usages of, of, of the images that you uploaded. So I discovered one of these companies called Image Defenders and what they do is they pair with law firms and they will like scour the web and you upload your, your database of images. They'll go out and they'll scour the web and they'll find cases and instances and they'll screenshot it 
And then law, different law firms will come in and actually like jump in to help you with the case. And it's all on commission. So that's what I've begun to do. And it's wild. And it's so wild what you find out there. And I've been finding a lot of brands and different companies, different random websites that'll be using my images without permission. And they'll be using them to sell product. And that's kind of really, really what I'm like going after because this is livelihood, right? And the, the, the gay, the, it's a wild, wild west now in terms of internet usage, image usage on the internet. And it's like, it's so convoluted. It's so hard to understand. But pretty much anything that's used online without your permission is considered uh, an infringement on copyright. So note that you can still go after people for, for fees and for damages and things like that. But if you register your images, like I've done here, this is the official registration of my images. If you're listening to this on audio, you can't see this, but it's the actual paperwork that I got from registering the images. You can go to copyright.gov to uh, actually register your images. I think you can do about 750 images in one in each batch. They have to be, it's a little complicated. I think you have to do it in certain, with certain, by certain years or months, something like that. But I definitely recommend re- recommend it if you have certain types of images, especially images of high-profile people, celebrities, different things like that. Those images get tend to, tend to get used a lot more across the web illegally. People will snag them, and you know, with with uh, Image Defenders, you have a back end. You actually approve every case. So if you've seeded images to a client, they've posted it. It comes up in the site. You can you don't have to. You can deny that case or that that instance. So you can go through and, and new cases pop up all the time. And I'm finding some of my Rocky Barnes images from that I shot in Cuba years ago. I'm finding all these small little stores using these images to sell these dresses without permission. And if they're making money on it, then I should be making money off of the work that I did because I actually, you know, had to pay to create this trip and, you know, all the productions, the production expenses to pull this off and to create those imagery. And not to mention, it's it's the fees are are high, you know, of what they would be. So definitely recommend, you know, if if you're interested, utilize these types of sites to scour the web. And you know, I I'm not like one to go sue happy. It's, it doesn't really. It's kind of happening in the background for me, where it's not even really suing people. It's more kind of going after people that are illegally using my images for on the web without, you know, basically they're stealing them and using them. A lot of people don't know this and, and a lot of people don't, nobody knows the, the laws and then the copyright laws, especially with the World Wide Web these days, because it is so convoluted and people just, there's public domain and all these different things, and Instagram is is creating you know their own usage things. But once it goes outside of that capsule or that container, then pretty much anything, any usage outside of that container is considered a copyright infringement. So that said, I definitely recommend if you if you've got a lot of big imagery, a library of images out there, a lot of types, you know, definitely think of the types of imagery that people will be using your work for and uh, you can you can join this you can join the site for free they work all off of commission all the law law, the uh, law firms so it's just kind of extra income coming in through the back door Uh, but definitely a great thing to look at definitely something to keep in mind and respect other people's work I I mean I paid 
the fee for the photographer's work who I used the image from. It was like a hotel, a shot of a hotel from like a best hotels. But I wanted to pay that forward and and make sure that they were getting what they, they asked for. So definitely believe in that as that's something that I would want uh, in my own in my own business. So I hope that if you guys have any questions, ping me on Instagram over at, at Nick Gonkin. And yeah, I think that's 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 the the general scope of how this works. And if you can go, you can go to you know. It, usually, it goes to settlement, and like you will, will just the lawyers will go and and retain a fee. You could take it all the way to court if you really wanted to. If it was a really big company, but you really need to have your images registered under the copyright office because then they're worth. You you can make tens of thousands in damages if they're actually copyrighted and registered with the with the copyright office. So definitely go and do that. I'm in the process of doing a lot of that stuff myself because like, I've never been aware to this whole world of what's being used on, on the outs- in the outside world of, of the online the online internets. So that said, I hope this sheds a little bit of light into your business. And I'm sure if you're a designer, there might be key designs or, or different things or in any other platforms, any other mediums that you might think about registering your copyright. But it probably is a, little, a lot more of a selective process for that. Great. So don't forget to go over to the community if you want to join others. It's the uh, neonlife.com slash community. You can also take the 10-question quiz, super quick quiz, where you, uh, you, we ask you a few things and de- deliver you some free content based off of your creative journey where you're at to help you out, to take you to the next level. I'd love to hear from you. So if you have any, uh, any thoughts or any questions, you can also follow the podcast Instagram over at, at @neonlife N-I-O-N-L-I-F-E. And we'll be posting quotes and new podcasts and all the good stuff. So with that... You know what time it is. It's time to go out and create your life by creating every small moment. See you next time.